Sanctuary Podcast. This is your host, Scotty B. Today, we're going to be talking about how to overcome imposter syndrome. So episode six, overcoming imposter syndrome as a cosplayer. This is a big topic for me. It's something that I've struggled with, continue to struggle with, especially while producing a podcast on my own because it's really hard in early days to sit there and think that you actually have some value and worth to people in what you provide and produce. Even if you do have a lot of people following you, it can be very difficult at times. Again, this may be a gender split issue. Perhaps men do not have as big of a problem with it as women do. What I do notice outside of the cosplay community is that a lot of women do use it as more or less their platform for selling product. The idea and ability to overcome imposter syndrome can become your track to writing a novel and a self-help book that everybody buys and you tour the world on. The issue with imposter syndrome is that it's not just hard to spot, but it can be so debilitating as far as what you provide or just what you think of what you provide. And that's that's really all there is to it. Feeling that you're some sort of an imposter is usually because you're comparing yourself to everyone else. And in doing so, you just disqualify yourself. You're just like, well, I'm, I'm not worthy. I'm not anything. I don't belong here. Not in this space. Keep trying. And I'm really just not that good. I'm certainly not better than everyone else who does it. Those are the thoughts that go on when you have this issue of self-worth or that you don't believe that you can provide enough value for somebody through what you do. I can definitely say that yes, it's a struggle, especially in cosplay where there is a lot of competition. I've heard all sorts of stories about how people can really undermine confidence, how they can be really critical of a bot costume versus a per, you know versus something that you've made and they can even be hypercritical of how you made that costume even though it was like the last four months of your time and you really went into a lot of painstaking detail to make it happen and it was really expensive and it was you know, your life's work to that point but then everyone tears it down or at least you think they're going to and even if one person provides you with negative feedback you're going to just look at that. You're not even going to care that a thousand other people said it was great. You're going to only zero in on that one person who said, I didn't really like it. Because that's where your mind goes when you think that you're not capable. No matter what you do, no matter how good you get, no matter how much money you get, and money has a big, has plays a big part in how you deal with being an imposter because you're comparing an income status or that this person's always going on vacation or they're always taking these amazing photos that you, you compare yourself to their lifestyle. All of the wonderful things that they're doing and the huge Super Bowl ring that they're wearing, you go, oh, well, that's not me. So I don't have that kind of worth. So I don't belong in this space. The problem with that is who does that person even market to? How many people does that person have behind them, helping them build them? And how much of it's really even them? It's probably a team of a group of people behind them. It's probably a dozen marketers, just like it is with big media, who make them look good. I mean, there's there's only so much that's real that's out there. So if you are that component, if you're that thing that's real that's out there, and what you're providing is you and the thing that you're bringing into cosplay, that's a starting point. So another problem is the expectation, not just the expectation for you, but the expectation for your audience and what you're doing. 
It's being on, it's being in front of people, it's being able to be a certain character or that there's a certain stereotype behind what it is that you're providing. A lot of cosplayers will say, I'm not a role model. They don't want to be a role model. This isn't about modeling themselves for children or in terms of that thing that they are portraying. That plays into imposter syndrome as well because it's downplaying what you do and how you do it that connection that you have with your audience you really can run into a problem of believing that you are unworthy and believing that you are not in the right space or that it just isn't going to work out for you no matter how much you do and really no matter how how much success that you generate it never matters you can be a millionaire 10 times over with cosplay which probably means you're an actor you don't see it as a success you just go, well, I could have done better. You know, there's still a lot of people who don't like it. So what do you do? What, what do you do to prevent that sort of feeling, you know, a lack of self-worth or any of that stuff? Well, I'm not a psychologist. I'm not an expert. So what I'm going to tell you are things that I've observed. What I'm going to tell you are things that I try to do myself. I think just about anybody can suffer from this, especially people who are trying to put themselves out there in some form of media, whether it be the written word, whether it be audio, whether, whether it be video, whatever you're trying to do to broadcast yourself to your audience. You can always feel like you're not doing a good enough job. One of the things that can prevent that is to make sure that you have a really strong why in what you do. So why am I doing this at all? Why, what makes me get up every morning and think, yes, I'm going to produce a podcast or I'm going to put a video, I put a camera in front of me and start talking and start doing something, or I'm going to get involved with shooting these films or making trailers, or I'm going to get, uh, get in front of a computer and start typing things about my experiences, or I'm going to take pictures and do some long form blogs on Instagram. Whatever it is, that has to be a very, very strong connection to the reason why you do it. And the way that I've been coached on or the way that I've researched how to really express a why, it's really blank, so that blank. That's as simple as it is, is that you place inside of the context of what you do, this is why I do it, so that I can do this. So once you figure that out, the blank in order to, or so that blank, you know, why do I cosplay? I cosplay because this is how I connect with my fandom. This is what I want to do. I want to be able to go to uh, hospitals and charity events in the, in the community. And I want to be able to share this with children so that they can have a certain feeling or that I can generate a sense of connection with them and with this character so that they can feel good. Like it doesn't have to be really difficult. Then you have to figure out at what scale you really want to do that. So you connect to that. You find the reason. And I will tell you that if you are doing this solely to make money, I am, I make costumes so that people buy them and I make money. Or I go to conventions so that people take my pictures and I can sell those pictures. Or I can get in front of somebody who will offer me money and I don't have to do a whole lot for it, that really isn't a very strong reason. Money is never really a good reason. It happens as a result of, if it's the only driving thing for why you do what you do, 
you will not feel very fulfilled by what you do. You're going to get those feelings of being an imposter. You're going to equate everything you do to a dollar amount. You use that as a comparison tool so it can be very destructive. Another tip for you is to be very consistent and work to improve, but not for the sole reason of your of just having something better for other people. So if you're going to improve, improve for yourself, whatever it is that you do. If you want to gain a better skill, if you want to be able to make things out of warbler or foam, or you want to really make your costumes pop, you want to get into different fabrics or design elements, or you really want to focus on your photography and taking pictures of other people and being able to design and modify those photos. Or if you're on the other side of the camera and you're working with photographers and you really want to up your game as far as being able to model and provide that content for people, whatever it is, you go into that trying to improve. So you're doing research. You're looking at a lot of different things online. Maybe you even have a coach for whatever you're trying to do. There are modeling coaches available. They may not specialize in cosplay, although I think it could be possibility now with how the industry has expanded, but that you find somebody or that you find things online or that you're constantly working or doing and you're looking at that critically, but not to the point where you're just tearing yourself apart because you made a mistake or you didn't do this right or you didn't do that right. You're going to look at that objectively and you're going to say, okay, maybe this wasn't so great, but all these other things were pretty good. So what do I need to do to improve the next time? So for me, every time I make a podcast, I say, okay, well, what will make this flow better? What will editing this podcast really lead to besides knowing that I probably had 10 minutes of vocal stops in the last time I did it? And this time I only have three. So that was a huge improvement from the first podcast to the 10th podcast to the 20th podcast or that when I'm taking photos, there was a lot more of that set that could be captured. There were a lot less deleted photos. There were a lot less candids, whatever the case may be, or that your your editing is improving. You're getting faster at rendering and making composites. It's all coming together very clearly and you have a better sense of what you see when you look at the photos. You're like, oh, well, that'd be really cool if I added this effect. So let's go and figure that out. And then I'll put this in here and now I can duplicate that or change it a little bit to create different effects and I'm learning. So it's all about learning and improving, but for you, not learning and improving so that someone else can care that you learn and improved and they click on something and they give you money. As it's been said, get so good that they can't deny that you're doing it. Like they're, you're just so good that you're in that space and they're just like, yes. So tip three, realize the truth that there are just a lot of people who deal with insecurity and that think that things have to be difficult in order to be worthwhile. If I'm a person who thinks that, I think that everything has to be difficult. Oh, hard work. It's always got to be do the hard work. Does it? Does it have to be hard in order for it to have any value? Do you have to always have it be difficult? Because eventually if you do get better at something, it gets easy. You know, watch anybody who plays the guitar very well. You look at that and you go, wow, I wish I could do that. Well, you could if you practice. Maybe you don't connect with it and that's why you don't do it because if you don't connect with something and no matter how hard you try to do it, you may not get that good at it. I think another example is professional sports. I'm never going to be that good at a sport to do it professionally. I'm never going to be so good at baseball that I'd be able to be a professional baseball player. And certainly at my age, 
I don't know, like, how would that even work? I would, I would have to go so far above and beyond that I really would have to have a passion to do it. The truth is, I'm never going to be a Major League Baseball player, but do I really have any affinity with that? Do I want to do that? Not really. If I compare myself with those people, and I think because I play baseball that I have to be a Major League Baseball player, just like just because I put a costume on and I enjoy cosplay, doesn't mean I have to be the number one cosplayer ever. It doesn't mean that I have to go to every convention wanting a first place trophy in whatever contest that exists at that convention in order to validate doing it at all because only one person can walk away with that every single time and there are thousands of people so how can you that be the standard like if that's your if that's your zero how are you ever going to get past that that will tear you in half the truth is tons of people are insecure about things if they weren't they're probably things would just be different right i mean everybody has similar thoughts about similar topics. We just don't think they do. And we also think that people think a lot more about our, us than they really do. Like there's probably not a ton going on there. Even when people like your photos on Instagram, they're scrolling through those things pretty quickly. I mean, it's like a second. And in that moment, they're like, oh, okay, click, click. That's it. Like it wasn't like this huge process where they like downloaded the photo and scrutinized it on a big screen for like an hour in a boardroom and said, that's not blue enough. And I don't like the way that that person's smiling, but I'm going to give it a double click. Like it, no, they're not giving you a lot of feedback with that. It's not really a ton of feedback. That's probably why Instagram is getting rid of the feature because the feedback isn't very good. Aren't we just playing into imposter syndrome with things like this? I think we are. So a lot of insecure people. People always think they have to do the hard thing in order for it to be worth it, but that's not true. It doesn't have to be hard. Doing it right is a different thing. That's also opinion with cosplay. There's a very, very wide variety of what you can do. There really isn't a right or wrong to how you connect with it. It's fandom. You connect with it yourself. It's very personal. Tip number four, make it about what you put into it, not what you get out of it. Love the process. Enjoy doing the work. If you don't enjoy doing the work, you're not going to do it. If I didn't enjoy making podcasts, as scary as it is to get on a microphone and listen to your own voice, I do it because I enjoy doing it. It's something that I want to provide for you. I get something out of that because I get to provide it. I get to do the work. I get to figure out how to produce it. And because I get to figure all of that out, and I like that process, if it were just about the outcome, like if I really just gauged this right now, by how many people clicked on the podcast and listened to it, I'd probably just stop because it hasn't been out long enough. I don't know if it's even at this point, probably just being picked up on all of the major spaces where people download anything and it is in a space where people download anything. So I am up against Beyonce and Jay-Z and all of those other guys Anybody who creates anything, any podcast that exists that has millions of people listening to it, like the Gary Vay experience, there are all of these other things out there. Uh, you know, Impact Theory also has a very good podcast. If there's all this stuff in the space, it's all motivational and it's all very well done and perfectly produced. What chance would I have? Probably none. And yeah, I would, I would maybe do one and then I would quit because I wouldn't see any of the results that I thought would just happen by putting something out there. So if you are only looking at the outcomes and you never check 
into what you're putting into it and really appreciating what you put into something, then you'll quit and you're going to give into this. So always focus on the process and improving. The final tip, tip five, is why not? Why not you? And you're going to hear that from a lot of people outside of the industry. It's kind of a cliche, but it's one that I happen to agree with. Why not is often just as important as why. So if you know why and you can agree with the other half of that, which is, well, why not me? Why can't I try this? Why can't I get better at this? If it's something that I want to do, you know, everybody thinks they have to go to, to college, but when they get to college, they have to do some work and they don't really like the, the input. They really just want the outcome, which is a degree. How is that going to work for you? You have to find a job with that, right? That's That was the whole idea. But if you don't know what job you're looking for, and when you look for that job, the one that you really want, if you think you can't do it because you're not worthy of it, because you're not saying, well, why not? Why not me? Why can't I be a graphic designer? Why can't I be an engineer? Why can't I be a cosplayer? Why not me? Why don't I go out there and get the costumes and make this stuff and make it work for me? Then I can enjoy this at the level that I want to too. At least those are my thoughts on how I would deal with imposter syndrome or at least five good points and tips to help with that feeling of unworthiness or that feeling of I'm not better than anyone else and a lot of comparison. So the final thought really is just how much pressure should you put on yourself to go pro overnight, to be an overnight success? You don't give, enough, give yourself enough time or space for which to develop an audience, to which for to, to gain the skills that you need, or to do anything that would really make sense for that to happen in that space of time. You know, if you go all in, you still have to be very patient and true to that process. So I hope that helped you with imposter syndrome. If it did, leave me a comment, let me know, send me a message. You can find me on Instagram at ScottyBeTheBrand. So get in contact with me, let me know, because the whole reason for this is to create a safe space for cosplayers, to create an environment where we provide that know, like, and trust, and we can give you some of the information that will help you not just with your cosplay, but maybe in other areas too. So I'm Scotty B. Thanks for listening.